episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. I am your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you again this week. Man, oh man, has it been a week, y'all. It has been a tiring week. It has been exhausting, but also so, so fulfilling. If you listened to the last episode, I just filled you in on some exciting things happening in my own life and our ministry uh, where our church First Assembly of God in Raceland, Kentucky is actually, we celebrated a hundred years, a hundred year anniversary this past weekend and wow, oh wow, God showed up and I'm so grateful. Um, I got to see so many friends and family and even meet so many people from generation after generation that I had never met before just to see the fruition of God's promises over our church and to meet people that are in ministry in other areas or have moved away or no longer attending here, but like how their life was affected by the ministry of our church, but most importantly, how their life was changed for the good by God. So it was amazing. I am tired. (laughs) And maybe you're listening to this on the Monday morning or whenever you're listening to it and you're saying, girl, I feel you. I am tired. Um, But with that being said, as I was studying this week and preparing for this podcast, I wanted to just simply relay a message to you today through what the scripture we read, through the words that I speak. All I want you to know today is the simplest idea. Don't give up. Don't give up, warrior. I know you're tired. I know it's exhausting. I know a lot of times ministry is not what you had imagined. (laughs) Most of the time, ministry is not what we imagined our lives to be in. And honestly, there are so much good and there's so many amazing, miraculous things from heaven that happen in our ministries, but we're going to go through fire. You are going to go through battle after battle after battle. When you are anointed by God to speak the truth, when you are anointed by God to lead your family, you are going to face trials. It is a normal thing in this life, right? And even those that are not saved, that don't believe in God and don't believe in Jesus as their savior, a part of life is trials, right? Trials are a part of this life. But the difference is as Christians, we have a way of moving forward and moving through even in our grief, even in our pain, even in our plum exhaustion, even when our frustration with the people of God, anybody say amen, even when we are tired, As Christians and as women of God, as warriors, we have something that the world does not have. Trials, yes, are a part of life. And no matter who you are and no matter what you believe in, it is a part of life. But I want to speak encouragement over you today, warriors, that even when you're tired, You have Jesus on your side. You have a heavenly father that is closer than anyone and anything in your life that is wanting to hold you and walk with you. In James chapter 1 verse 2 through 3, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. 
because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. You see, trials in our lives go to teach us things, right? But it's amazing what James is saying that we should consider it pure joy when it feels like all of hell is coming against us. We should consider it pure joy when we are facing trials because when you are in God, when you are a Christian, when you claim that Jesus is your Savior and you're walking in that faith, we should consider it pure joy because it means that we have something Satan cannot stand and he's going to try everything in his power to destroy you, defeat you, or disappoint you. Disappointment and pain have a way of fueling temptation, warriors. They leave you more susceptible to areas of weakness. Whether it be isolating yourself, whether it be isolating yourself, overeating, having casual sex, or becoming addicted to alcohol. Our desire to numb these pains and escape this world and escape pain drives us to compromise. We tell ourselves we deserve to feel better. When we are hurting, we are more inclined to sacrifice the dream for what is temporary. The comfort our vices bring are fleeting and shallow at best, but viciously and they viciously destruct they cause vicious destruction at the worst level of your lives. There's a scene in the famous opera La Boheme in which two men are suffering through a brutal winter in Paris. One of them, a writer, has poured countless hours into a body of work, and he is so cold he can barely focus on his writing anymore. Having no money for coal or wood to burn on the fire, in a moment of sheer desperation, the writer thrusts the entire manuscript into the furnace. In seconds, the stack of paper with all of his writing is burned to ashes. The writer sacrificed his dream, everything he had worked for, for a fleeting moment of comfort. He gave in. How many of us are there today, warriors? I, I can say honestly, I've been there. And even recently, when we let our pride and our anger of a situation get the best of us, we are easily to throw away the dream because we are tired and exhausted. We see the same pattern in the story of Esau told in Genesis. He was exhausted and famished he returns home to the smell of piping hot lentil soup. Desperate for sustenance, Esau gives up his birthright. All of the privileges, authority, and inheritance that came with being firstborn for some soup. He sacrificed his future for the momentary satisfaction of a full belly. Listen, I get it. I understand. I'm tempted to eat my feelings when I'm grieving as well. I'm tempted to give in to the lies of the enemy when I'm tired and cold and run down. I get it. But we have to understand there is more at stake here. Sometimes that God-sized dream requires sacrifice. 
as it turns out, God is more concerned with your character than your comfort level. Let's talk about this for a moment. You may be saying, but Lauren, I don't know the next move. What am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm waiting on God. But let me tell you something. Some of us warriors, including myself, have used the excuse of waiting on God to not take the first step that he's already positioned you for. Let me say that again. Some of us, if not all of us, including myself, Christians, we will use the excuse of waiting on God instead of actually taking the first step that he's already positioned you for. God will not move for you. He will give you the strength to make the decisions. He will give you the strength and wisdom to have those hard conversations. But he's not going to have the hard conversation for you. He's not going to make the decision for you. But some of us need to rip up the list of what we have desired and what we have. Oh, well, if it's the job opportunity, this is what I have. This is the perfect man. This is the perfect job opportunity. This is the perfect children. This is the perfect family that I want. Stop making decisions or not making decisions based on the situation not looking how you wanted it to. Some of us sit down and say, well, God, you need to do these things before I can move forward. God, I'm waiting on you. God, you need to bring me my soulmate that marks these and, and, and hits every check mark. God, you need to bring my promise without me doing anything. We have to understand that the word of God says faith without works is dead. It is dead. You're a walking zombie if you think just having faith in the promise and having faith in the dream is going to bring all of it to pass. There's going to be some times you got to pick up the shovel, warrior. You've got to dig deep. You've got to get in the trenches. You've got to go out on the streets and reach people. There are times that God is not just going to bring people to you. We have to work for the kingdom. The reason everyone is so confused about Christianity is because we've got a bunch of confused Christians out. We have a bunch of people that are confused about what they even believe and calling themselves Christian when the real, the true Christian knows that it is not just by faith that we believe in Jesus as our Savior. I believe there's a God. That doesn't get you to heaven. It is um, willing to trust God and have faith in who Jesus said he is. But you've got to be willing to get in the trenches. Warriors, there cannot be Christians sitting around acting like, well, God didn't do it, so it must not be time. Or it could be the exact time, but he's waiting on you to take that step. Stop living in your pride. Stop living in your anger or your disappointment from past promises and let God lead you, but take that first step. We've got a bunch of confused people out here claiming to be Christians, but are not willing we are not willing to live a Christian life, to live a sacrificial life in front of our friends that are sinners. We are not willing to be different from our families that are not saved. We have confused people out here claiming to be Christians. We got mean Christians, addicted Christians, we got rude Christians, we got lying 
Christians. We got drunk Christians out here. We got Christians that speak through their mouth a one way and then gossip about that person another. We got Christians out here acting like a fool in public, but will not take a second to pray for anybody. Come on, someone. Get down to what God's voice is saying. Come on. We must be willing. We must be willing to live a sacrificial life and deny our flesh. And I'm not just talking about one particular sin. I'm talking about them all. You want to gossip? How about you rethink those words before you speak them, sister? You want to lust after that man or woman because it's all the same to God. If I think about these things, guess what? It is still sin because God doesn't look at the outer parts of your life. It can look all nice and wrapped up in a bow. But if your heart is a de- is dead, if your life is dead because all you do is, is have faith in Jesus. Yeah, I believe he's real. Yeah, Jesus is real. That don't get you to heaven. Demons believe Jesus is real and they tremble at his name. Just because you believe there's a God doesn't get you to heaven, honey. You've got to get you've got to get to the place where the rubber meets the road and your walk with God gets personal. When you put your faith in Jesus as your savior, that is only the beginning warrior for what God wants to do in your life. But we must be willing to sacrifice. We must be willing to let him burn out all of the evil and all the junk in our hearts and let us be purified and holy. It's when our faith in Jesus as our savior in our life begins lining up with the word of God. When we begin to look like Christ, that is what he's calling for. Not only if you were to believe in him, but to act and be like him, to act like Christ. That means whenever we're Christians, we apologize when we're wrong. We're self-aware of our own shortcomings. We look at all people as valued and loved by God, giving without expectation to receive, losing the entitlement. Christians, we must lose the entitlement that we somehow are better than other people and we lose the attitude. We've got to get to the place where we are going to be willing to be changed by God, corrected by God's leaders, and stop being so offended. That is when we can take the next step. We can let the hard things of life build our character character or break it. We can sacrifice the dream for what is temporary or what is fulfilling in the moment. We can persevere and allow perseverance to strengthen our character and build maturity in us, warriors. Don't give up on the dream for what is temporary. Don't let the pain or disappointment cause you to forfeit your dreams for quick fixes and momentary pleasure. Don't give in, warriors. There is a higher calling to Christian living. There is a higher calling. And let me tell you, this weekend as we are celebrate, we're celebrating our 100-year anniversary and seeing the generation after generation of faithful leaders and people taking God by his promise and trusting him has opened my eyes to even greater purpose in a living of holy life. There is something about 
not only having faith in Jesus, but walking like Jesus and talking like Jesus. Listen, if you are surrounded by sinners and you're acting like Christ, guess what's going to happen? They're going to take notice. Nobody notices someone that acts, says they're a Christian, but still is acting like a sinner. See, why would they need to change when you're doing the exact same thing as them? Why would they want to change when you clearly are supposedly living and blessed by God and living a holy life when you're taking 16 shots at the club with them? We have to get to a point where our priorities and boundaries for our life are on a biblical level and people are going to call you crazy. People are going to call you overbearing parents. People are going to call us bigot. They're going to persecute us no matter what it is. It doesn't matter because at the at this point in your life as warriors for God, we've got to come to the decision that greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world and I don't care what people if people like me or don't like me we have to come to a place where we are ready to be living like Christ cutting off of the flesh and letting the spirit take over and that is with any sin and every sin lust of all kinds no matter who it is or what gender is sin and God is asking us if we are willing to give up our momentary pleasure and our throwing of our script and throwing of our manuscript into the fire just for a little bit more warmth, when he could thaw us out, thaw out our cold heart and get us to a place where we are willing to move forward and have the faith to see God perform what he's promised. Christian, I want to ask you today, warriors, I'm asking you today, will you stand up and say enough is enough? I'm tired of living the mundane. I'm tired of living, keeping Jesus at a distance in my life. Listen, my hand is raised as well. I want to be deeper. I want to go deeper in the word. I want to be deeper in wisdom. I want to be deeper in patience. I want to be deeper in love for other people. But we've got to get to a place where we are tired of the mundane religious people and willing to be a difference and act and change the world with the way we're living as we live like Christ. That is my question today. Are you tired of the mundane? Maybe you're living like Christ. I commend you, but there is always growth that needs to be done. There is always change in our hearts that need to happen. There's always ways we can change our parenting or change the way we're speaking to our spouse or change the way we are, effect, are, are reacting to a situation. There is always growth for every person. None of us is perfect, but God is calling you to greater purpose, to a greater life, to a greater sacrifice. And ultimately, he is calling you, warrior, to a greater plan. But don't use him as an excuse. Take that step of faith. Don't let your pride or anger or arrogance or disappointment stop you from trusting God and taking him at his word. Don't let those things stop you. Don't let those things stop you from taking that first step. 
Maybe God is waiting on you because you are already positioned for greatness. God bless you. I pray this message has reached your heart and not only brought conviction like it did me, but bring encouragement and life. I pray that God breathes breath of life in your ministry, in your home, in your marriages, in your children, in your job places. And I pray that God will go ahead of you this week, warriors, and show you he has positioned you for such a time as this. I pray that you have a great week. We will see you next week with another episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. Love you, friends.